Thanks for tuning in to today's Horsewoman podcast. Our show explores women in the horse industry as they share their dreams, challenges, successes. What drives these women? Well, let's find out. Hi, everybody. This is Rose Cushing, host of today's Horsewoman podcast. Today, we're very excited to have with us Kat Zimmerman. Kat is a beautiful up-and-coming horse trainer. She works a lot with Mustangs and does performances at at many of the events that I've hosted in the past. So, Kat, welcome in and tell us what you've been up to lately. Thank you, Rose. Um, I'm excited that you're having me. Um, Right now, I just made a move back to my home base in Florida. Um, I spent most of the year working at another training facility in Mississippi, um, and now I'm back in Florida, and I'm back taking on client horses, um, and I'm just kind of getting my feet back on the ground, training horses again after a long break, um, just to kind of, it was a refresher for me to go away for a little while and work with other people and other horses, Um, but yeah, now I'm just taking training horses in and uh, training mustangs for clients and helping owners uh, get better connection and communication with their horses. Um, yeah, that's pretty much what I'm up to right now for the next few weeks. Are you working on a Mustang makeover now? Uh, right now, I'm not necessarily working on a Mustang makeover. Um, there is a competition coming up in Texas in November, which is called the Extreme Mustang Race, and it's basically extreme cowboy racing. Uh-huh. Um, and they've opened up a division for Mustangs. Um, it's combined. There's a division for horses that have been gentled and have adopted in the past year, as well as some horses that um, just Mustangs in general. And so I'm doing that with two of my Mustang makeover horses from this past year. Um, it's not necessarily Mustang makeover, but it is a Mustang competition. Uh, so that's another thing I'm working on right now. I have two horses I'm taking to that. Um, and they've only been gentled for one of them for maybe four months, five months, and the other one for six, I think. That's really cool. So that's like an obstacle challenge that's timed. It's it's quite a difficult course, if I remember right. Yeah, no, it's pretty complicated. I've never done anything like it. It's just kind of trying something new and uh, trying to get myself trying new things within the horse world just so I'm not, uh, I'm just kind of pushing myself a little bit. <laughs> well, that's good. It's good to not be pigeonholed into just one category because you have so much talent. How did you get involved in horses? I started riding horses when I was about three. Um, there was a, I lived in a New Jersey, and it was like super city-like. There's not really horse people around there, but they had opened up a riding stables, um, and I saw it before it opened, and I just begged my mom to take me there. And uh, Once I stepped in that bar, and I was just sold, and there was no turning back. And I think from the age of three, I tried to spend every free minute I had around horses. And So I grew up there. I was there for 10 years doing hunter-jumpers um, and some eventing. Uh, that's what I did for a while, and then I found out about Mustangs, and that just kind of took over my life. And I have just been involved with Mustangs since. Um, so it's a, it was a big jump going from hunter jumper stuff to training wild Mustangs, and I started that when I was 12, turning 13. So um, it's just been, like I said, since I was three, just nonstop horses ever since. And what made you fall in love with Mustangs? moment that it happened but um i saw like an ad or someone told me about the mustang makeovers um and i wanted to try it and they had one up north only four hours and i signed up uh, for the mustang makeover and when i was 12 and i forgot that i signed up for it so it took a few months before i got accepted and i got 
I fasted and then I realized like how crazy I was for, I mean, I had never trained a horse in my life. And I rode some green horses and helped fix some problem lesson ponies. So that was really it. Um, and I got my first wild Mustang and just going through that experience of, I mean, it was a completely different world for me and uh, it probably wasn't the best idea, but it all worked out, thank God. Um, but just going through that experience, taking a wild animal and gaining their trust and seeing the end result and how far they've come, just physically and emotionally, um, it was just really amazing and it just opened up like a whole new world for me. And I was like, I absolutely love this. Like, I love seeing these horses change and just their lives improve and seeing like just such the, there's a big change that they go through. Um, so I just kept signing up and it just all uh, came together, I guess. That's really cool. The, the Mustangs are amazing, and as far as I know, I haven't come across a discipline yet that they could not excel in. I mean, they're just amazing, versatile animals. Yeah, they can really do anything. It's, there's definitely no limits with them. I, I've interviewed folks that have had them at um, big hunter-jumper shows and cross-country and even raining. I mean, it's just amazing what they do. So then, I know you, you do a um, freestyle in the Mustang competition, and is that what led you to doing performances? Oh, I think so, yeah. So part of the Mustang Makeover is the, well, I started in the youth division, um, and there's only three classes in the youth division. They have the freestyle, um, and that's, you know, where you have three and a half minutes, you get as creative as you can, and you just make a routine, the music, and have props and costumes, and um, I never thought that I would have any interest in that sort of stuff, uh, but after a few times in the makeovers um, and uh, being pretty successful with my freestyles, I would have some events ask me to do demos um, or some performances with those freestyles, and at first it just started out as me doing the, pretty much the same thing I would do at the Mustang makeovers, um, and then on the side I would be working with my personal Mustangs at home, teaching them cool liberty work um, and tricks, um, and just as I started to keep competing and doing well with the freestyles and the competitions in general, they, I would get invited to do demos, and I started to realize how much I liked performing um, and showing what the Mustangs could do. And I guess it's over time, it kind of turned into um, me doing those Liberty and Trick or Bridalist routines. Um, but I did get accepted into a competition, I think it was in 2017. Um, it was the Midwest Horse Fair Star Search Competition. And that was the first time I ever did an actual Liberty performance or wireless performance. And I think that was what really kind of sealed the deal for me to keep on doing Liberty routines and start performing more because that was the first time I ever did something like that versus uh, the usual Mustang makeover freestyles I did. Um, and it all kind of came together after that competition there. I know your performances are mesmerizing. I, I really enjoyed the one you did at our expo. It's just absolutely beautiful to watch you work with those horses. Hey y'all, this is Lonnie from Mule City Specialty Feeds located in Benson, North Carolina. It's almost springtime. Is your horse blooming? Does your horse have a shiny coat and healthy hooves? How much extra time and money are you spending mixing supplements in the feed room when you could be enjoying your horse in the arena or out on the trail? Then look no further. Mule City Specialty Feeds has a line of equine feeds that delivers maximum nutrition from your performance horse to your weekend trail horse. Our line of Maximum Nutrition Equine Feeds offers five different complete, balanced formulas that will take you out of the feed room and into the saddle. In addition to equine feeds, we also offer complete feeds for your barnyard pets and livestock. For more details, visit our website at mulecity.com 
follow us on Facebook, or give us a call at 1-800-587-9229. And don't forget, Meal City delivers. So tell me what you, um, what's left on your bucket list to do with your career going forward. How old are you now? That's what, that's I, what I was thinking. <laughs> so what what do you see for your future? I I have a lot. I don't really have anything that I'm just like dead set on right now. I just have a lot of little things. Um, I absolutely love performing, and I think I really want to get more. Um, I just want to start performing more because right now I just kind of do it. Um, on the side, and I'm mainly training horses, I'd love to start performing more and traveling more to do that. Um, things did slow down last year because of COVID, so it kind of, um, just like I said, slowed things down. I've just been training mainly. But I want to, I'm hoping when things pick up, I'm going to start performing more and um, getting my team together and really representing the Mustangs more just at various uh, fairs and events. Um, I do want to continue to compete in the Extreme Mustang Makeover. I just competed in my first competition this past year as an adult where you had to ride the horse in the 120 days um, and that was an amazing experience just going from the youth division over five six years to the adult I would love to keep doing that and I would love to uh, hopefully be successful in the adult division there and um, they have some events that go on for uh, some of the competitors that be well in the main competitions they make uh, side competitions so I'd love to kind of just build my way up through that um, and just kind of keep on building up my training facility really I really want to keep helping people and their horses it's, I love watching um, horses in general go through transformations and then having the owners see them at the end and uh, be able to work with their horse without the fear or um, just the nerves that they had before it's really amazing I love helping owners and horses um, so I think those three are kind of like the main things just kind of developing stuff um, for my horses and how I can help other people really do you work with any breed besides a Mustang? Yes, I am. I mean, I really take in any horses. Um, like right now, I have a thoroughbred in and a Tennessee Walker, um, a quarter horse, and I have a few draft horses coming in next month. So, I mean, it's not, I'm not necessarily just doing Mustangs. It's what I love to do the most. I love working with Mustangs. I love everything about Mustangs, and it's kind of what I've uh, branded myself around. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't just trainer or a performer or both what you see doing for a career going forward? I think it's really going to be both. It's going to be hard to just go to one and not uh, keep on doing both because I love them both a lot. Right, right. Well, it's probably good to have the training so you'll have something between the performances to keep everything afloat. Yeah, for sure. Well, what advice would you give other young women coming into our industry on how to be successful? Um, other than that, I would really just have to say uh, just sticking with it and pushing forward because it does get hard. Um, I think with anyone in general, it does, but um, just it, get, it gets hard. There's moments where people are trying to put you down or kind of throw you off your course, and it's just it's hard pushing through that, and you kind of feel like. Uh, the cards are in your favor, but it's just 
keeping your head up and sticking through it and just doing your own thing, um, just not really listening to other people's opinions or caring about what they think about you and just really just keep on doing what you want to do and work towards your goals and don't let anyone deter you from that path. I think that was something that I struggled with for a while um, and I've kind of taken my own advice a little bit Mm -hmm. Uh, and it helps a lot when you start just worrying about your goals and what you're passionate about and not worrying about people trying to take you off that course. That sounds like really good sound advice. Anything else that you want to tell our listeners? Um, <laughs> I'm never good about that. I'm not kind of being on the spot with that. I'm, off the top of my head, I can't think of anything now. All right, then that sounds good. I'm sure people have enjoyed getting to know a little bit more about you. Now, how can folks contact you if they're interested in hiring you to perform, which I might say is very good investment for anybody out there listening because Kat puts on a beautiful show and the audience loves her. How can they reach you? Thank you. you. Um, I have my website, which is ZZMustang.com, um, where I have some contact forms. Um, my email is ZZMustangs at gmail.com. Um, and then all my social media is ZZMustangs. I'm pretty much um, the same everywhere, and it's easy to get in touch with me just through any form of social media or email um, or going ahead on my website. Very good. Well, thank you, Ms. Kat Zimmerman, and I, I hope the listeners out there will be in contact with you. And thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Our souls wander in similar places. Even though we may not know each other, we touch the same wind, we walk under the same sky, and our hearts wander in the same dreams. We are one, women just like you and me. Thank you for listening. Mm -hmm.